Hi, it's me, Overreactor. Welcome to the next episode of Official Time Out. This episode is for you to test your knowledge of the WFTDA rules. I will read each question from the WFTDA skater rules test and then say the answer to it. And I'll give a little pause so that you can see how much you know. There are 50 questions and um, yeah, let's get started. Number one, true or false? A late hit penalty should be given to a skater who, after the end of a jam, blocks an opponent so they are forced off the track, but do not stumble or fall. The answer is false. Number two, true or false? A jammer who starts skating before the jam start whistle and is gaining speed in a counterclockwise direction when the whistle blows has committed a false start. That's true. Number three, a jammer initiates and completes a star pass to a non-pivot blocker. Which skater should be assessed the star pass violation? A, the jammer. B, non-pivot blocker. C, pivot. D, skater closest to the referee making the call. Or E, no call can be made until the non-pivot blocker has an opportunity to drop the star. The answer is E, no call should be made until the non-pivot blocker has an opportunity to drop the star. Number four, of the following, who is able to call a team timeout? Check all that apply. A, a fouled out captain. B, a captain not serving a penalty. C, a designated alternate. And D, the pivot. There's two answers a captain who is not serving a penalty, and a designated alternate. Number five, true or false. A skater may push through a wall leading with their helmet. This is false. Number six, when does a skater's penalty time start? Is it A, when the penalty is called? B, when the skater leaves the track? C, when the skater sits in the penalty box? Or is it D, when a skater sits in the correct penalty, penalty box seat? The answer is C, when the skater sits in the penalty box. Number seven. If a jam is called off for a skater's injury, other than a suspected concussion, for the first time in a game, how long before that skater may return to play? Is it A, as soon as the skater feels well enough? B, a minimum of three jams, C, the beginning of the next period, or D, after the medics have cleared the skater to play? The answer is B, a minimum of three jams. Number eight, if the score is tied at the end of the game, what happens? Is it A, the second period is extended by at least one overtime jam, B, the game ends in a tie, C, the last jam is replayed, or D, the team with the fewest penalties is declared the winner. The answer is A. The second period is extended by at least one overtime jam. Number nine. When may a skater be sent to the penalty box as a substitute for a fouled out skater? Is it A. As soon as the foul out occurs. B. 
when the fouled out skater's penalty time expires. C. When the jam is over. Or D. At the beginning of the next period. The answer is C. When the jam is over. Number 10. When must a penalized skater leave the track? A. When the illegal action occurs. B. When the official says the skater's color and number. C. Upon completion of the correct hand signal and verbal cue from the official. D. After regaining legal position on the track. The answer is C. Upon completion of the correct hand signal and verbal cue from the official. Let's go to number 11. When both jammers sit in the penalty box simultaneously, how much penalty time must be served before they return to the track? Is it A, 10 seconds, B, 20 seconds, C, 30 seconds, or D, zero seconds? The answer is D, zero seconds. Number 12, during the jam, where may a jammer keep the star? Check all that apply. There are three choices. A, visibly in their hand. B, on their helmet. C, inside their uniform shirt or pocket. There are two answers. Both A and B are correct. The jammer can have the star held visibly in their hand, or they could be wearing the star on their helmet. Number 13, true or false, a team may use their official review as a team timeout. This answer is true. Number 14, true or false, if a jam ends with less than 30 seconds on the period clock and there is an official timeout, there will always be another jam. This answer is false. Here we go to number 15. The official score is A, kept by the scorekeepers, B, the score visible to teams, officials, and spectators, C, only the final score posted on the scoreboard, or D, none of the above. The answer is B. The official score is the score that's visible to the teams, officials, and spectators. Number 16. When is a penalized skater considered no longer on the track? Is it A, immediately upon committing the penalty? B, when they enter the penalty box? C, when they sit in the penalty box? Or D, when they leave the track? The answer is A, immediately upon committing the penalty. Number 17, true or false? A penalized jammer continues to earn points until they exit the track. It's false. Number 18. Who is assessed a penalty in the following situation? The white skater falls. Red skater then initiates and forcibly makes contact with white skater who is down. Our choices are, so we're trying to decide who should get the penalty. Would it be A, a penalty for white skater, B, a penalty for red skater, C, a penalty for both, or D, neither gets a penalty? The answer is B, a penalty for red skater. Number 19, red jammer earns lead jammer upon completing their initial trip. On red jammer's second trip, they are caught in the pack and complete a legal star pass. At the same time, white jammer skates through the pack on their second trip. Which jammer is lead jammer? 
Our choices are A, red jammer, B, white jammer, C, neither, or D, both. The answer is C, neither. Number 20, while serving a penalty, a white blocker stands after serving 15 seconds without being told to do so. What is the outcome? A. They receive an additional penalty. B. They are expelled. C. They are released after 10 seconds of standing. D. The timer is paused until they sit down again and complete their penalty. The answer is D. The timer is paused until they sit down again and complete their penalty. Number 21. True or false? Red Jammer's helmet cover is knocked to the floor by an opponent on their initial trip. They pick it up, put it back on, and complete their initial trip legally before the white jammer. Red Jammer is now lead. Is this true or false? It's true. Number 22. Red Jammer legally passes four opposing white blockers in a scoring trip, but is then absorbed back into the pack. Red Jammer fights their way back past two white blockers and the third white blocker has gone to the penalty box. How many points will Red Jammer receive for this scoring trip? A. 5 B. 4 C. 7 or D. 6 The answer is B. 4 Number 23. True or false? A team can field five blockers and no jammer. True or false? This is false. All right, number 24. True or false? Red blocker one is nine feet or 2.74 meters behind white blocker and nine feet or 2.74 meters in front of red blocker two. Red blocker one leaves the track to fix a knee pad that has fallen down their leg, causing a no pack to occur. Red blocker one should receive a game structure penalty. Is that true or false? It's false. Okay, here is number 25. When are not on the track or NOTT points awarded? A, as soon as the opposing blocker sits in the penalty box. B, as soon as the jammer earns a pass on any opposing blocker. C, when the jammer's trip is completed and points are shown to the scorekeeper. Or D, as soon as the jammer passes any blocker, even those on their team. Well, the answer is B, as soon as the jammer earns a pass on any opposing blocker. Number 26, which one of the following does not receive a false start warning? There are three options. Is it A, as the jam whistle sounds, the jammer's skate has rolled forward past the jammer line? Is it B, white pivot is lined up completely in front of the pivot line? Or is it C, red pivot lines up behind white blockers with red pivots skate on the pivot line? So the answer to number 26 is when the white pivot is lined up completely in front of the pivot line. Okay, number 27, it's a true or false. True or false, a team captain is issued a penalty for altering the flow of the game if their team fails to field a jammer when legally able to do so. That's true. Number 28, which part of the body is a legal blocking zone. Check all that apply. 
A, the forearm, B, the chest, C, the upper thigh, D, the upper arm, and E, the lower thigh. There are three that are valid, B, C, and D. The chest, the upper thigh, and the upper arm are all parts of legal blocking zones. Number 29. Which of the following actions will render blockers unable to block, causing a skater to be penalized? There are five options. A. Destroying the pack. B. Skating out of bounds to avoid a hit. C. Remaining outside of the engagement zone. D. All of the above. E. None of the above. And it would be D. All of the above. Number 30. Red blocker exits the penalty box and is half a lap behind the pack. Red blocker initiates a whip to help red jammer gain speed and the whip is completed. Who should receive an out-of-play penalty? Is it A, red blocker, B, red jammer, C, both, or D, neither? The answer is A, red blocker. Moving on to number 31. Red blocker initiates contact to white blocker in the center of their back. White blocker does not fall, but the action allows red jammer to pass white blocker. What penalty is assessed, if any? Is it A, forearm, B, back block, C, cutting the track, or D, no penalty? Well, it would be B, back block, number 32. While attempting to pass a wall of red blockers, white jammer initiates contact to the buttocks of the red blockers with the point of their knee, but neither passes nor knocks down any red blockers. Is a penalty assessed to white jammer? Is it yes or no? Yes, a penalty is assessed to the white jammer. Number 33. True or false? Red pivot skates around a downed white pivot and in doing so goes out of bounds. Red pivot returns in front of white pivot. Red pivot should receive a cutting the track penalty. Is it true or false? The answer is false. Number 34. True or false? Red pivot blocks the white jammer to the inside of the track. White jammer attempts to stay out of bounds, but enters the track, then immediately leaves the track again. The white jammer is not assessed a penalty. Is that true or false? It's true. Number 35. True or false? White blocker is correctly assessed a penalty with the correct verbal cue and hand signal. White blocker willfully fails to leave the track despite repeated calls. White blocker receives an additional penalty. Is that true or false? It's true. Number 36. True or false? Each team has a possible total of two official reviews per half. Is that true or false? That's true. Number 37. When may the pivot legally receive the helmet cover from the jammer? Is it A, when the pivot is out of bounds while the jammer remains inbounds? B, when the jammer is kneeling inbounds? 
C. When both the pivot and the jammer are upright, in bounds, and the pivot is in play. Or D. When the pivot removes it from the jammer's helmet. The answer is C. When both the pivot and the jammer are upright, in bounds, and the pivot is in play. Number 38. What is the official whistle signal for lead jammer? Is it A, one short whistle blast, B, two rapid whistles, C, one long whistle, or D, four rapid whistles? The answer is B, two rapid whistles. Number 39, true or false. A skater may skate out of bounds to avoid a hit. Is it true or false? It's false, you guys. Moving on, number 40. What must a pivot do to legally become the jammer after picking up the star from the track? Is it A, return it to the jammer, who in turn passes it back to the pivot, B, put it on their helmet, C, hold the star in their hand, or D, throw it to the jammer? The answer is A, return it to the jammer, who in turn passes it back to the pivot. Number 41. What differentiates an overtime jam from a regular jam? Check all that apply. A. No lead jammer is declared. B. Both jammers begin scoring on their first trip. C. Only three blockers are allowed on the track. There's two answers. It's both A and B. There is no lead jammer declared and both jammers begin scoring on their first trip. Number 42. Before the jam whistle, there are three white blockers completely on the track, and the fourth white blocker has one foot in bounds and one foot out of bounds straddling the line. The jam starting whistle is blown. What happens to the straddling white blocker? Is it A, no impact, no penalty? B, the straddling white blocker is given a false start warning. C. The straddling white blocker is told to return to their bench. Or is it D. The straddling white blocker is given an illegal positioning penalty. The answer is C. The straddling white blocker is told to return to their bench. Number 43. True or false. Penalties assessed to a captain on behalf of another skater are counted toward the captain fouling out. Is that true or false? It's true, you guys. Number 44, true or false? Jammers may initiate contact with the opposing jammer outside the engagement zone. It's true. Number 45, white blocker is knocked off balance and grabs hold of red blocker's jersey in an attempt to regain their balance. Red blocker remains standing but is significantly slowed by the pulling on their jersey. White blocker regains their balance as a result of this action. What will this action result in? Will it be A. Red blocker is penalized. B. White blocker is penalized. Or is it C. No impact, no penalty. The answer would be B. White blocker is penalized. Number 46. If the white team calls an official review in the first half and wins that review, how many more official reviews can they take in the first period? Is it A, 
unlimited if they keep winning reviews. B, one more. C, none. Teams only get one review per period regardless of the result. Or is it D, two more. Teams get three official reviews per period. The answer is one more. Number 47, true or false, a skater who is bleeding may return to play. That is false. Number 48, true or false, the proximity of a skater in relation to other skaters is measured by the distance of their skates. That is false. Number 49, which of the following will be considered a penalty even if there is no impact on the game or no gain or loss of relative position? Is it A, the use of forearms and hands, B, cutting the track, C, blocking with the head, or D, none of the above? The answer is C, blocking with the head. Number 50, true or false, no non-pivot blockers may be touching the jammer or pivot lines at the jam starting whistle. Is it A, true or B, false? That's true. Okay, there you have it, guys. I wish you the best of luck on your exam, and I hope you do well. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.